It's time to take motherfucking flight. Welcome to the Catnips Podcast Season 4. We are preparing to take flight. If everyone could ensure that their seatbelts are clicked in, safety is our utmost importance. This ride is not appropriate for children, for people with weak hearts, or with low self-esteem. I encourage you to place your earbuds in now, or you probably will be fired. If everyone could now put their heads between their legs and All bitch kiss niggas. your ass goodbye, it is time to <laughs> take Bitch flight. niggas, please, step to the back. <laughs> Welcome it's back, bitches. Broke niggas, you too are being athletes. <laughs> <laughs> we back with motherfucking season four. Nah, nigga. Y'all thought we was done? You thought I was spinning? Power forever. <laughs> Hashtag power forever. In my best. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished. I really don't know the rest of the words to that song. For a long time, Meek Mill used to make me feel uncomfortable with how loud he was on his music. But I have truly grown to adore him. What do you think, Sid? Hi, everyone. It's Sid Rain. Cat lady, scientist, operationals manager for 2020. Okay. <laughs> My 2020 title, things I'm working on. Um, we motherfucking back. It How are you doing, vibe. Draco? Catnips taking over for the 2020. <laughs> Reimagining the motherfucking cat lady in 2020. Draco Lex foil in this bitch. I am feeling mag. I'm feeling stupendous, sensational. It is a is a brand new year. It's a brand new me. You know. So let's get it popping. You know. And welcome back, bitch. We back, bitch. Okay, Cute. so check this out. Every season we have had a word of the day that sets the tone for the podcast. And of course, and we are too marvelous to not have a word of the day. So our word of the season is the F word. F as in not fuck, but maybe fuck. Sometimes it just fuck. Which is both a noun, an adverb, an adjective, and a regular verb, and a pronoun at some point. But today's F word is... Food! No, I'm kidding. It's Fenty. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fenty! And of course, who isn't inspired by Fenty Rihanna, Rihanna Robin, Robin Rihanna Fenty? So, like... It's important that we tap into that because everybody knows, like, that's the boss mogul pussy right day. Listen. Like, she did what she had to do. She's given us lingerie. She's given us makeup. She's given us top of Oh. Couches. Staplers. <laughs> Rihanna got flat screen TVs that she's selling. The Fenty, the Fenty 4K television is coming out this summer. Right. God damn me. I hope she started her own festivals. I hope she sells that. I hope Rihanna I come hope out with her own weed. Rihanna is, for one, if you are listening to this episode, you too are celebrating Rihanna's birthday. So let mm-hmm. us congratulate her on her thirty second, her thirty second cycle around this world, around the sun. Mm. Congratulations, Rihanna! You are just 
impressive. I I still feel impressed by you the day I since the day I met you. Since the day we embraced. Mm. The the mm. impression has been made. And you just bitch. You have turned me into a lingerie and a makeup snob and I am gleefully doing so. Bitch, I'm tweeting her right now. <laughs> I'm tweeting her own Fenty Festival. Could you imagine? Right. I mean, Lil Wayne got a festival. Drake got a festival. You mean to tell me Rihanna couldn't do it? Girl. Rihanna's Front like the queen of carnival. So it's only right that she... I mean, we'll pull up. I'm our, I'm I'm looking for outfits now. Listen, Rihanna tell us she doing anything that we can get access to. Consider us pulled up. Like <laughs> we're already girl. there. Like girl, oh right? Philosophically at this point the phrase Fenty means like if it's a, it's synonymous with mogul. It's synonymous with fashion. It's synonymous with like high fashion boutique culture around the international all high fashion culture like and we're just so here for it so happy birthday rihanna thank you for being an inspiration and a muse for us for so long right shout out to your mom happy black history month <laughs> hello period <laughs> and we got an extra motherfucking day this year 29 days Ow. you can't tell me nothing i'm gonna be extra black on the 29th because we're not supposed to get that day so maybe i'll call out i don't know like there's got to be a parade of some sort something i can smell the hennessy on my breath at this parade already <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I can feel the lemon pepper sprinkle residue on my fingers. Please let us have a parade this year. Hello? Please, God, please. Sydney just did a tribal dance. <laughs> it, was tri- it was tribal slash Holy Ghost. Okay. Oh. <laughs> What's your favorite Rihanna moment? Okay, so the, this is the one that comes immediate is when and you know i'm still low-key anti-drake and side note i do give my myself the permission to enjoy some drake songs but i am still low-key irritated with drake but top of the line is when drake gets on stage and professes his love and rihanna responds with a dab (laughs) like it could be because it's drake but it's mostly it's rihanna and the dab and the face oh my gosh you are so right Damn, I wasn't even. You are so petty. Oh my God. And it is okay. But oh my God, that is one of the best moments. Like, that that is an imperial curve. Like, Sydney, that was an imperial curve. Like, you can only curve somebody like that if you have on a ball gown. Like, we wouldn't be able to do that at the club. Unless we wear ball gowns to the club, and I'm not opposed to that. Or someone was given a toast and then you could like dab on them and be like that. Is that? No, because it's a curve. That's not a. Right. But it was a public curve. (laughs) 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 My top Rihanna moment. And if y'all had the seats I had, which Sammy Miami did. Shout out to Sammy Miami. Um was when Rihanna popped her pussy for me for 15 minutes long at the anti-tour because we had like the perfect seats. Like she saw us smoking a blunt 
and she was and it made her happy and she smiled at us and we smiled back and I know I squealed again because I do a fair amount of squealing when I'm in Rihanna's presence and and I will use that as leverage to stun on you hoes for the rest of my life so so consider yourself warned all right moving on what's <laughs> what else we talking about my g what else we got on the plate today so I know another favorite Rihanna moment was when she had her tits out and they were covered in the crystals and um, yeah yeah and she was like do my tits offend you Rihanna and Prince did so Lizzo could run she's an inspiration she is she's so iconic thank you and that was an homage thank you black Jesus not the one from Adult Swim. That's not, <laughs> <laughs> not that nigga. But everybody else, yes. Damn, that was an excellent moment. I want to just sit there with that for a second. Oh my God, Sydney, you have such great memory. Let's pray. <laughs> Let us pray. <laughs> Meanwhile, no. between time, let's move on, my girl. Thank you, Rihanna, for being such a wonderful inspiration. We will be stalking you until, and just until, girl. Listen, this could be easy or it don't have to be. Right. Up to you. I could fix you. I could be your best friend. Oh, God. <laughs> I could be the best friend you've never had. Not that she needs fixing. It's all right. <sighs> it's okay that you haven't met me yet. I'm going to fix that for you. So is Rihanna a tomcat too? I mean, goddamn me. No, <laughs> technically Snoop Dogg is my tomcat. Oh, true. <laughs> and that's because Snoop Dogg is teaching me how to continuously be myself, right? Because rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. You know, much respect to his family and close friends, but Snoop was included in that close fans group. So I'm just like, this whole like Oprah, which we warned y'all about, Gail King, we too warned you all about. Right. Um, situation is kind of like, Snoop gave me the layers that I needed. Like, for one, let's be clear, Snoop replies with, you a dog face, funky ass bitch on more than one occasion. So is it inappropriate for this occasion? Yes. Is it a part of his regular communication? Also, yes. So I don't know how to work around that. And then, too, I'm, I do appreciate that he came and apologized. <clears throat> Gail, your turn. And, you know, like, <laughs> created an environment where it's like people are okay with being themselves, with mourning openly. Because black men don't feel like they get to mourn. And this is what we look at when we see black men mourning. This is their language that they respond with. So is it the most developed? No, I'm not saying that, but I appreciate the vulnerability. And it, it we gotta start calling each other out. Like, I don't know what kind of crusade Gail King and Oprah are on, like this whole nigga hunt where we gonna set black right. men on fire, whether they're dead or alive or accused or, you know, found innocent by the courts of law like I get it you guys are ahead and you're part of the Salem department so do you um but we gotta start calling folk out for just not handling stuff well and that was just Snoop was able to call Gail and himself out 
all within a matter of a week or so. And I call that, my niggas, <clears throat> growth. <laughs> so, okay, I feel like there were multiple things at play. <laughs> so, one, I feel like it is too very clear that it looks like Gail King and Oprah have like this black manhunt. And I don't like only because they they have been associated with other white rape, white male rapists and they are not like trying to go after them. And and listen, if they're rapists, they're all bad, right? A rapist is a bad rapist is a rapist is like whatever. If you the like it's a, it's all bad. However, to only go after the ones that are black versus the ones that you have been associated with is odd to me. Right. So niggas, but also at this moment, niggas was trying to use this like this moment to be like, oh, well, free, free Bill Cosby. Nope. This is what this, this is about. Uh -uh, come back. So <laughs> guilty niggas need to, are, are guilty. And like, unfortunately, Russell Simmons, who, who is one of the more recent ones they've been coming after, um, he fled the country. Like, but he's been fled. Like, I don't think niggas realize how long Russell Simmons has been gone. I feel like it's been like almost one to two years, maybe even longer. Mm -hmm. But he's but he's found the country to escape charges because there's been like a lot of different women have come out. So I understand, but and then two, when we remember people, um, we do have to remember all of them, right? We have to remember, you know, the growth, the bad parts, the good parts. So yes, there is a conversation to be had about. Kobe and the woman, but I think that's that that's that lady, that's that woman's choice to come out and say that. Like it's, it's like she didn't do that. She wasn't like so like she like you know that that's her choice, you know, like and then it's also not okay to do that as people are openly like everyone is you know, everyone is mourning right now. Like that's not okay to try to like swoop that under. So and I understand like they get the they also they too get the chance to voice their opinions, whatever a woman was harmed but she she who said she was ready to come out and talk about that like that you're opening up heart for her too they, something that Hold she on. had already put aside you know sydney yeah you you know she wasn't raped right with the kobe situation it was an allegation she lied about raping him about calling out rape for that she was did the, she lie yes that's thought, the problem thought, um, so wait no they had to drop the case because it was a consensual like sex environment it may not have been like a relationship but you know right. how basketball players get around obviously but no she had a civil court case and he threw her some money for that but no this wasn't a situation where like she was actually genuinely was she wasn't raped so do you, but like, under, like, do, but, but this is the issue here. For one, this shit happened in 2003. Right. She, Gail King had almost two decades to discuss this conversation with Kobe to either, you know, do her whole crusade work or not. Lisa Leslie, the queen of the WNBA, how would she have been affiliated with that conversation for it to be relevant right. to the experience that they were talking about? So it was inappropriate, right. and I hope that whoever the that the lady feels triggered for calling out rape and having to have charges settled publicly, because we gotta stop these witch trials where black men are immediately considered criminals for the rest of their lives over rape allegations. 
And that's like my whole thing that I don't think people are really thinking about is like if anybody yells rape to a man, regardless if it is true or not, that is what the only case that don't really work is rich white people. Okay true but for everybody else and like sometimes you know if you got enough money as a person as a man of color but um for the most part like that can ruin a career a job or anything without even an investigation you know what i'm saying so it's like it's a bigger issue that we're not even dealing with here and from a black man from a morning black man's perspective like snoop like none of that had enough merit for you that to be a conversation point during an a spont a spur of the moment interview about a deceased celebrity. Like it, right. there's no there's no place in time where we could do that. And I've I've had this conversation with people before, like with I can never think of his name now. Nat Park Nate Parker. You know what I'm talking about? The guy who did Birth of a Nation? Like, he did not rape that girl. Now, did some shit go down that wasn't, that was inappropriate? Yes, it did. But the person who was convicted for the rape case that was brought up just before the Birth of a Nation marketing was in place for that movie, it was, oh, he was a rapist, he was a rapist, but he didn't actually rape that girl. His friend was charged with rape. Did he not actually rape that girl? No. Because I think it was both of them in the room. So with that case, he and the girl were having sex, right? And his friend came in and the girl started having sex with him as well. And like it became a spontaneous threesome. Now, was there pre-established consent for her to also have sex with the friend? No, but she never, damn, this sounds horrible as I'm saying it too, but she never expressly said, I can't have sex. I don't want to have sex with this person after, while it was happening. After that incident happened, she began trying to like have resolve, like, you know, I don't feel comfortable, this and the third and like speak to him about it. And the guy, Nate, like pushed her off about it. Like this ain't got nothing to do with me. That was my homeboy type deal. Which technically, from his participation in it, was charges were dropped in his case as well. They were able to solidify the case with his friend, though. And he was the one considered the person who had to pay the charges and pay justice for that. So it's like, you see what I mean? It's these cases, like, they aren't black and white where we could be like... Of course. Where we can constantly be like, well, you are hard-earned rapists. But they're not they're not so crystal clear but we can say that you're not either but these are moments where that is not the pressing issue it's just a marketing tactic to create a trigger effect so because we already have an emotional attachment to this ordeal in the first place right so it's like gail stop playing this fucking game like that wasn't what you needed to be talking about that day we would have had more I would have had more respect for you if you if that would have been the one thing you didn't talk about through that case through that entire interview and that's just how I feel about it um she definitely took advantage of the moment and that wasn't appropriate to do that's never appropriate to do yeah that's tasteless and sometimes 
men feel like you a funky dog face ass bitch afterwards but they apologize for saying it in public shout out to snoop i hope you have are filing the healing that you need during this time i hope everybody is finding the healing because it's been really tragic like <gasps> all of, like the families to see to see that and um right those young girls those young girls you know they was gonna be like beasts like really like amazing on the basketball court yeah okay so what snoop also taught us and what cats are constantly teaching us is to stop code switching be yourself whether it's right or wrong have the maturity to apologize if it don't work but like be yourself and I know that's like one of the things that we've talked about on the show especially before was like code switching and how like we spend a lot of energy like code switching and trying to make ourselves more comfortable for the people around us and what I love about Snoop is that in his long-standing career as a rapper and actor and entertainer overall and pal to Martha Stewart like he has always been his authentic self, like whether you gonna catch this shit with my bonnet on or with my bonnet off. You know what I'm saying? And I love that about Snoop. You do have to learn to be your genuine self. And Lexi and I had a conversation just of how the more that we can be our genuine self, everyone else is more comfortable. And so if you are and and that's not to say like in certain situations you do have to code switch and code switch is it's something we've had to do to protect ourselves yes it's something we you know it's not just something we do so we can because it's fucking tuesday it's something we do because um it's our protection and it's a, a defense mechanism however if you have to change yourself you're you're the colonizer is winning okay the colonizer is winning it's a difference. And you're losing. And you don't have to lose. And right. the difference, there's a difference between having etiquette skills and knowing that there's a proper time to do proper things. You know what I'm saying? Like pinkies out or pinkies in. You know what I'm saying? But there is a difference with feeling like you can't be yourself or enjoy your music or talk about the things that matter to you because you feel like your audience is going to judge you. And this isn't with now nah, you if you know you in the company of some assholes then yeah play the game get your shit together and like protect your peace but make sure that we aren't projecting enemy status off on people thus forcing ourselves to code switch so we can act like we ain't thinking the thoughts that we thinking right and if you feel like you're dealing with somebody and they're giving you enemy vibes, learn how to communicate with that person. See if there's a way that y'all can, especially like work environments, see if there's a way that you can reconnect or communicate or address any miscommunications with a plan to grow. You know what I'm saying? But if you want a company of just straight up enemies, like, you know, by any means necessary. But, um, and maybe trying to split ways. It may be. And that's a good indicator. Feelings are indicators. Girl. That's an incredible indicator. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, don't be afraid to honor how you feel. And if you feel uncomfortable, that is a real ass feeling. But 
when you're in that place of discomfort, the last thing I want you to question is yourself. Because you know that you're feeling this for a reason. And you know that ultimately everything happens for a reason as well. So this could be gearing you up for your next blessing if you lean into it instead of being resistant. Honor yourself in this moment. You do. And the more you, you're trying to change yourself, like to, for other people to be comfortable, like you wouldn't tell anyone else to do that. No. You sure would? You really wouldn't. Mm. So catch that vibe. I want you to enjoy being yourself. Be fearless like Rihanna. Re- I have Rihanna. They, I saw her on like, what was it? Was that was that a? It was an interview with Rihanna, where they were like, Rihanna, do you realize you're a thief? And she was like, what? And so they had all of these pictures of where she constantly walks out of clubs with people's glasses because she wasn't finished mm-hmm. with the drink. And I have seen like thousands of pictures where she decided this is a smoking facility and I am smoking my blunt right here. It only cost me a few thousand to clean up afterwards. So you guys will be okay. So I want you to carry that same spirit, carry that same confidence as, you know, a bag of organic raspberries. Them motherfuckers cost $22 and they still going to spoil in two days, just like you when we rinse our makeup off. And it's okay. The world needed them them raspberries and the world needs you too. Period. And fearless like Rihanna, asking for what you need. The worst people are going to say is no. Mm. So don't put yourself in a position to be like, oh, I'm probably not going to get it. And that's not the way to do it. Like you have to have the mindset of like, oh yeah, it's going to work out. And I'm going to get this like, and I'm going to ask for it. If I don't get it from A, plan B, C, D got me. Mm-hmm. But you do need to use your words and ask for what you need because that's the only way you're going to get what you need. Don't assume shit. Right. Don't assume a fucking thing. Oh my goodness. Okay. So we are in the middle of Mercury retrograde again. And a little bit of history about Mercury retrograde. If you are at all into astrology, this is when the planet Mercury appears to be moving backwards. Um, because of where its position is in its orbit around the sun as juxtaposed to ours, right? So it throws all of our energy off. It throws our communications off. It throws our technology usage off. Get, get your oil changed. Don't sign contracts. You know, difficult conversations are going to be difficult to learn. You know, whatever, you know. Right. And so I just want to like get you guys prepared. One, when you know some shit going around, that means to be protective. So I want you guys to treat Mercury retrograde like the coronavirus and ensure that you are taking the proper measures to um, handle things wisely. So the first thing on my mind is, one, don't do anything destructive. If you feel like in the slightest bit possible it might be destructive, take a step back. Perhaps write it down, you know, and release whatever energy is associated with it. And then my next step is to control your energy and find the silver lining in the things that people are trying to tell you. Because at this point, we're all miscommunicating. So what positive message can you find from one conversation? And it may not be anything negative, but you can pick what you want to out of anything. 
So what are some tips that you can get, Sid? Well, I really like the writing it down mm -hmm. because before you act, it's important to do that. Like you can, of course, act in the moment and but that may not get you anywhere. And if you write it down, you can reflect, wonder why you think that way, figure out why, why something is affecting you larger than you thought that it was. Um, and there's different ways to tap into that. So instead of just having like this one dimensional, like, oh, I don't like this and now I'm gonna go fight it. Like figure out why you don't like it. Figure out what, what the trouble comes from. Cause there are other ways that we can manipulate our problems and get them up out of here. And we're alive, you know? Yes, no, I totally yeah. agree. And we've all been through a situation where it's like, in the heat of that moment, it's like, oop, this is this the time, this the opportunity. But there, you know, there are more opportunities and more things that we could do, you know, in that space as well. Right, and I think another really good tip is calling a friend. Yes. Calling a friend, being like, hey, I wanna go set this place on fire. Is this a good idea? And they can be like, no, it's not a good idea. Um, and no one is promoting arson. But I'm just saying, like, it's a good idea to run. If you feel like it's a, in your gut, you're like, mm, I'm wondering if I should or should not do this. That's an indicator. Yes. First off. And your friends can help you out. Please, friends, please be our friends. And take this time to, like, not take shit personal. During Mercury Retrograde, do not take anything personal. This is not the time for that. This is the time to be like, okay, I need to just chill. I need to relax. I need to, you know, like, you know, maybe, you know, just add that extra layer of like support to like your friend before you decide, oh, it's some drama. You know what I'm saying? Like give them the benefit of the mm -hmm. doubt because everybody is feeling a bit frazzled. Like. In today's economy, like, in social climate and, like, global warming climate, like, everybody is frazzled right now. So, uh, extra love will get you what you need much better than an attitude will. So, give your friends the benefit of the doubt if you can help it. Right? You know, Mercury getting the micro braids. Like, we have to be amendable. <laughs> We have to be flexible and like like just like Lexi said do not take it personal it's not about you no it's always about the other person anyways it's I mean but if you feel like there's something that's coming up that you feel offended by like understand that you are offended by the things that are that you also like can identify with so see like if this is an opportunity for you to grow, see if this is an opportunity for better communication. Is it time to let something go that isn't serving you anymore? Like, where are you in this space before you before you go be pissed off at somebody else? Okay, so we appreciate everybody's feedback about topics and what you wanna hear about. Um, so we will be discussing new topics. Um, so, Brand new topics, why these niggas ain't shit, right? Oh no, I mean Tomcats versus kids. <laughs> so you know what it's it. We gotta work on we this is we gotta work on this. So okay. Sorry. Twenty twenty yes. is the year of people healing their masculine energy. So this is not about you trying to make nobody do nothing else. 
But this yeah. is you balancing your energy within yourself so that we can stop telling ourselves that niggas ain't shit. Because obviously not 100% of them are a strong, what you say, 39%? What's the statistics? What's the statistics on ain't shit niggas to not ain't shit niggas? What does the pie chart look like? Bitch, I would say at least 70 to 30. What's Maybe the 70? 65? Okay, 65, 65 to 35. But a non-shit niggas get the 65? Bitch, it's a lot of non-shit niggas out here. I feel like most of the society, you know, because patriarchy, right? So we have to assume under that guise that most of them are shit we have to I mean that's just the science I'm that's not me that is the current science so what we're gonna do with this year is manifest new energy to support um men and that comes from us healing our own perspectives towards men and this doesn't mean that you can make somebody that don't want to like be a better person a better person what this will do is put you in a position to Bring the right people in your life because you are demonstrating the right qualities. So when I speak about masculine energy, I'm always talking about the presence of estrogen and testosterone in every human being. And so if that is present within your body, you possess possess characteristics of masculinity. You do not have to possess negative or toxic traits of masculinity you can have positive masculinity within you and when we think about positive masculinity we think about like buddha we think about male leaders that we're proud of like barack obama shout out to president's day like we there are things that we could do to create more space for good energy because everything ain't men ain't shit because i know you at least got one good uncle that you know take care of his his wife or like a favorite grandfather or a workmate that's a really good guy or somebody that you went to school with you have to concentrate on attracting people that emulate the the characteristics that you want to see in people and that means you have to have that thought focus you have to have that thought process stronger in your mind that niggas ain't shit niggas ain't shit niggas ain't shit niggas ain't shit because guess what you're gonna see when you see niggas oh he ain't shit you know what I'm saying? Right. First time you that do something true. wrong. I see they one ain't shit. And it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because you've concentrated all your energy on that. So what I need you to do is to reconcile your relationship with your negative energy with men. So old boyfriends, ain't shit dads, deadbeats, whomever you know. Forgive them in your soul and move the fuck on. The next thing I need you to do is to start being a parent to yourself i'm coming the first the next thing i need you to do is to be a parent to yourself so if you feel like a father was supposed to provide a house and structure and shelter do those things for yourself and that way you feel good about how you are in your life your masculine energy what are your thoughts sydney yes just like we said in season three you have to manifest the dick that you want Absolutely. you have to and hopefully you have more than just that one good male and like one good male in your life you know hopefully like Lexi said it's like a uncle or a cousin brother co-worker but yeah you can't concentrate on that because and yes uh, there are a lot of ancient men however you have to manifest that dick that you want because how else are you going to level up 
And then also consider like what else would you not, I hate the term bring into the table because I feel like so many, I know so many, I know so many dope women, you know what I'm saying? Like who are just, who are just, I don't know. I just know so many dope women who are already great by themselves. So I hate the idea of being like, what do you bring to the table? But, um, but for real, for real, ambitious, focus on yourself also, because if you are doing these things that you want to see in a man, like you're being ambitious, you're growing yourself, you're healing yourself. Those are also going to be things that you will attract. So what you do is because your mate would be a reflection of you. Exactly. So you have to like be building yourself up. <laughs> Absolutely. I totally agree. And like balancing your masculine energy helps you to shape your thought process about it. Because the more we experience the negative thoughts, the more we physically experience these thoughts. And the, the, the concept of healing is to heal. And yeah. mental, emotional, spiritual healing produces physical healing in your body. So this is mandatory if you want to have better posture. You know what I mean? This is mandatory if you want to have like a better sex life. This is mandatory because all of these thoughts do things. Thoughts make things grow. So true. Thoughts make things grow. You know what I'm saying? So it's like everybody is accountable for the thoughts that they think so we're just helping you reshape your thought process because it it even gives men a chance to grow within relationships because we spend so much time acting like we just know everything about men i know why he doing this and i know why he doing that and it don't give them no space to feel like or to be wrong or to make mistakes but we demand that same type of energy from people when we doing the same shit on our mm -hmm. own so it's just like it's creating mm -hmm. it's creating um humanity for everybody and that's that's really what it's about and when you create that kind of space within yourself it invites that reciprocal space into your life as well so check how you feel about niggas and then maybe you'll be able to be around better niggas like not that you don't mm -hmm. already deserve niggas where you at but. And you may have some good news already, which is awesome. Exactly. But to go, back to, what, to go back to what you said, Lex, about being active and trying to focus on your own pro thought process, you have to stop those negative thoughts when you see them coming. Yeah. You just have to stop them. It's a very active process. So we always talk about self-care being like really active and things you have to you know, put your foot and actually do. And this is something because it's very easy to go down a rabbit hole. Like we do it with, we can do it just like that. Okay, imagine just how that. you can do it with your thoughts, your imagination, daydreaming. Mm -hmm. And then you add some negativity to that bitch. Like you can spoil the whole, the whole garden. So you really do have to stop when you see those negative thoughts. And I've like actively recently been having to do that. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm so nervous. And I'm like, no, okay. I can't think about this right now. I need to be focused on what I got to do next. What am I doing tonight? What homework am I doing when I get home? What act, like, like you have to just be proactive like that. Mm -hmm. Manifest that big dick energy that you want. Be the big dick energy you want, sis. Be the big dick energy. Power up, bitches. That's... Be the big spoon. Be the big spoon. I'm a big spoon. I am a wonderful oh. big spoon. And I'm also a wonderful little spoon. Titties on your back. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
Moving right along. Sydney, can I tell you something that just annoys the fuck out of me? What? I hate when people try to convince me that they have good sex. Like, have you had somebody just, like, brag on their sex? Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I be having people, you know what I'm saying? They just, I mean, and woo wah woo wah And I just, I be feeling like I'm getting sold a used car. Uh, right. Because like if you a virgin, you can't, girl. Listen, you trying to Matilda dab me, nigga? Like, <laughs> like, all right, so you telling me about your miles, right? And I'm glad you had these great experiences, but... If you was a new car, you wouldn't be able to tell me. You know what I mean? You could theoretically right. tell me how good it is, but it would have to be experience that we create. But if you all bust down, run out, run through, like most, like some of these niggas are, you know, I'm working on my energy as, I, as we speak. Um, Say <laughs> Give me time. So while we doing that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just makes me feel like I'm listening to like a used car salesman and it just it just makes me feel like sandpaper girl I just <laughs> no moisture I, I like niggas shouldn't have to sell the dick right they shouldn't have not like that like if you're trying to sell it like all right let's go to dinner like you know manifest like do, let's do some real shit like let's go to museum you know like let's do some real shit you know let's you know let's do some real let's do some real ass shit since you trying to but don't be trying to get sell me like it's a coupon Mm-mm. like it's a coupon i want to see the whole facts i'm down to see the whole facts but like <laughs> don't i feel like i want to see what's like fiction I feel like they try to like convince you, like like you said, like ooh, my sex finna go, bitch. Like you, that's why you need to be busting it down right now. It's like, bro, that makes me feel like that's all you got to offer, right? And like I can't, I can't grow with you because this is the first thing you jump to. Exactly. You're like, hey, by the way, my bitch, my bitch, <laughs> off the chain, five out of five. All them bitches said it. Do you want to go ask them? No, okay. I just I wanted to go to the free museum. I just wanted to go to the free museum. <laughs> I wanted to maybe get some popcorn and eat at the museum. <laughs> Bruh, right? I just wanted that ice cream. God damn. Right. This is so awkward now. <laughs> what? I don't even know your favorite color yet. But I know about right. some other woman's vagina. Thank you so much. I I'm so glad we shared. Oh my god! You know what? You reminded me. I recently th- one of our um, <laughs> is this a listener letter? <laughs> yes. Is this the first <laughs> listener letter of 2020? Yes. Read that shit. What did they DM us? Said I forgot that they sent this in because it happened like two months ago. So you know when we were taking our break. So the listener letter was saying how she was talking to this. <laughs> Guys, she met on the app. Um, possibly a Tinder nigga. I don't know. Could have been Hinge or you know, Grinder. Whatever. What? It's not Grinder. We don't know your life. Yeah, whatever, girl. So, um, and she was having this experience talking with the guy that she met. They exchanged phone numbers, and they were just trying to get to know each other. It sounded like she was actually screening him before they went out, which is important to do. So, shout out to you, Queen. Um, and she was just turned off by that, just like you said. 
Because I was like, what do you mean, like, sell? She's like, yeah, he was trying to, like, sell the dick, like, referring to other bitches as, like, I should be, like, coming to fuck him. And I was like, oh, you're right. That does sound whack as fuck. Niggas. Girl, I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) Because, and I just love that our listeners can be so comfortable and transparent with us because Mm -hmm. that just helps. Again, like, it helps me to be comfortable. When you can be yourself and you don't have to code switch, everyone else feels just as comfortable. So I get it. Follow us on IG at the catnips with the Z is in zip zip. But um, yeah. So shout get out to get in the DMs her. with the rest of them. Everybody else being our DMs, you might as well yeah. be in them too. Like right. We out here sharing we our personal right. lives, so you might as well share yours as well. Come be messy with us. Please. Come heal with us. Please. (laughs) (laughs) So, Erica Badu is, her birthday is also coming up. Oh my gosh, happy birthday, Erica Badu. Or happy belated, I don't know. Um, She's one of my favorite Pisces. And she is launching Badu World Market. And one of the hot <clears throat> topic items that she will be selling is her pussy in her pussy incense, where she cut up her panties and boiled all of the oils together, <laughs> and she turned it into incense. I mean, and women, the, I've heard the most drama from women about it. Would you buy it? I would not. I don't think I'm interested in what her vaginal would smell like. However, I am interested in making my own vaginal scent. And that's what, that was my same sentiment. Like, (laughs) it's a pheromone thing. So, yes, sis, if you feel like you can't be smelled, then that's something that needs to be addressed. Okay. But for the rest of us, a little, you know, a little scent behind the ear is no different than when your pheromones start popping when you like a dude. So you're sending the signal to him that you're interested in him, even though you may not be, which gives him the confidence to be interested in you on a very hormonal level. True. You can at least get some lemon pepper wings out of this. And that's what they would say, like, if you want to make a man crazy, that you would put pussy juice behind his ears. Behind your ears, not his. Listen, the goal is to put pussy juice behind his ears, but we got to start with our own. You see how you got to attract the energy that you're trying to receive? That's a physical representation of what we mean. Listen, however you got to, because, like, you want them to smell it. So I guess, yes, I can, that makes sense putting it behind your ears, because if they go to, like, give you a hug, it's like perfume. Mm-hmm. But if you can, if you can dab a little bit, you know, like, smear, smear it. <laughs> a little smear, smear. This smear, like in the Lion King, across his forehead. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so Lexi, if you had to make a, a, if you had to make a pussy perfume, wow, 
What, um... What would I name what, it? What, what would you name it? There we go. Queen. I, oh, you know what? I would name it Dom. Oh, I need a Dom. That's some of the love. No, Dom. D-O-M. Not Dime. Oh, Bitch, Dom. Bitch, I ain't no Dom. Oh, Dom. Where am I? What would I name my pussy perfume? <laughs> White diamonds. <laughs> Trina. Yes, you should name it Trina. Ogalaka. That's so funny. You can't think of a name. Oh, not a real name. I can just think. <laughs> you should name it Trina. I love that name. Top shelf. Top shelf is also a good title. You like you have awesome names. You just have too many great choices. <laughs> it should be Feral. You should you should name it Feral. Ooh. Yes, that's it. That's it. My bitch. face lit up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Feral. It is. It's decided. That's it. That's the winner. 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 Chicken dinner. Okay. <laughs> okay, so okay, so the vibe of the week, my favorite show that I've been fucking with. Oh my goodness. This show just came out with Zoe Kravitz. Have you heard of it? No. It's called High Fidelity and it's about this black girl living in New York with all these exes and she has like this crazy overthinking low self-esteem lifestyle but the best music playlist ever and she like is messy as fuck it's a really 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 good show it's on hulu it's called um high fidelity you should check it out oh well that sounds like a good what vibe are you into right now what music are you listening to what books you reading where you at bitch what you inspired by Right, what am I listening to? So, um, honestly, I still am on my Mega Stallion City Girls. I love the fuck out of them. But I've really also been kicking it with Frank Ocean. I stopped uh-huh. listening to him a while back because I was listening to him every day, y'all. Y'all, like, I've been listening like to him the rest of us. every day. Right, right, seriously. So, um, but I also really enjoy, like, rap and, like, this R&B. So, I've been listening to um, this song called Low Key by Steady Hendrix, and it's over this um, this cute little like 90s sample week. There it is, SUV. So yes, um, and what have I been watching? Oh, I finished Sex Education on Netflix. I couldn't get into it. It took me a minute to get into it. Like I feel like it gets funnier in the second season. But at first, I was like, this is just so weird. And like, why do they always try to make high school seem like everybody's fucking in it? Like, like I, you know, so it took me a second to get into it. But um, I also watch uh, Girls Incarcerated. That's too heavy for me. It's just, and it's honestly, it's sad as fuck. It's just, you know, Orange is a New Black, but real and with young girls who have an unfortunate <coughs> circumstance, you know? And honestly, it makes me, I'd be Googling like jobs and women correction facilities because it's, it's really sad. It's like, it's such a, but, um, I can't watch nothing that make me want to Google working at a correction facility. Girl. I mean, cause like a lot of those girls have a lot of, um, 
they just have unfortunate circumstances, you know? Yeah. Like, so. But I try to watch, but in between that, oh, and I finished Bojack, bitch. Girl, Bojack was weird. Bojack was that. Talk about down. Bojack was a downer. It, it, it was I also could not get into that. Listen, we have enough real life crazy shit going on. I can't make space for pre-scripted, televised shit. You know what I'm saying? In real life. So, like, you know, I gotta watch, like, fantasy stuff or, like, just fun stuff. Like, even though I liked High Fidelity, it still felt intentionally, like, lackluster. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I was watching Zoe Kravitz and I was really vibing with her acting and, like, how she just, she really gave into that role. You know what I mean? But I was just like, this is intentionally depressing, but the music is fire. Oh, my God, I love this song. You know what I'm saying? It had that kind of vibe to it. So, and like Bojack, I was just like, I never knew cartoon horse people had this and this much emotional strife. Bitch, I'm, I almost hate horses. Right? <laughs> and I, I had so many really good horseback riding and like adventures throughout my life. You know, I grew up in Missouri. I used to go camping all the time and we would go horseback riding and it was never the shit I saw on horseback. On um, <laughs> let me just tell you, it just wasn't that shit. So, like, the cognitive dissonance for me is pretty dense here. I mean, so what's cool about Bojack? I feel like they do a good job of showing like <laughs> people fuck up and then finding like uh, you know like wanting to find some type of redemption, putting your the next foot forward. Um, but yeah, Bo- like fuck Bojack. He's like a sorry person. He's a sorry horse. He does right? some shitty things to people. <laughs> he does. A- he makes a lot of shitty decisions because he didn't fucking deal with his shit at a younger age. Right. Exactly. So yeah, but you know, one of my favorite white people shows is Portlandia. Always. Um, and I love sketch comedy. And so, oh, so Lexi actually put me on to the Astronomy Club, which is phenomenal. A black okay, sketch comedy show. Yeah. Super funny. And then another sketch comedy show my sister told me about is I Think You Should Leave. And that's also just really ridiculous, but it's funny. It's really funny. <laughs> so yeah. I haven't gotten into many other podcasts, um, but I need to start listening to like some mindfulness and some behavior science podcast what about you or any books yes so i am revisiting one of my favorite books from when i was a kid so it's called um it is called making friends with black people and this is guy's perspective on um managing interactions like diverse interactions especially with like caucasians and it's because it just it helps provide validation for those times where you feel like you don't like trying to explain black culture, understand black culture and operate as a black culture person in America. Like he explains it in an incredibly sarcastic, hilarious narratives. And is it's been, I remember reading this book in 2006, like just browsing through the Barnes and Noble and stumbling across it and like screaming laughing in the, the bookstore because it was so funny so check it's probably still on amazon i'm certain it's still one of my favorites um 
you know, have fun with it. Oh, wait, what's it called? Making friends with black people. LOL. Yeah, there's a little of like so much great content out there. Yes. Speaking of content, we got the motherfucking merch at the catnip store. Oh, yes. Yes. Pull up because we have all the cute items. We have accessories, sunglasses, bags. We have t-shirts, we have mugs, we have cat toys, catnips, and everything. I want to invite everybody to the inaugural Purr It Out Yoga class, which is a wonderful opportunity for Black women and women of color to stretch and relax and bring in positive energy while they let go of negative energy. We call it Purr It Out because of cats obviously we fucking love cats and our cats have the ability to heal themselves through purring it's a vibrational increase which can create healing within the body so i wanted to bring that same internal healing raise your own vibration to the yoga mat and give you guys a great vinyasa class um the first one is help february 23rd in Atlanta, Georgia, we have two um, options, a 10.30 and a 12. Refreshments are served, but you got to bring your own yoga mat and your own towel. So check everything out at catnipspodcast.com. Ow. And of course, you can find more of our episodes on our website. You can also find us on iHeartRadio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Goddamn me, we're on at least six streaming platforms at this point, and we are doing good ass numbers thanks to every single one of your streams and views and referrals and shout outs and love shows. So keep up the energy. Like, check us out, hit our DMs, let us know all your dirt so that we can help figure it out. You know. Let us know what you love. Shop our stores. They need to fuck with us on the gram. That's what it is. That's what we need. Look at our stories. Thank you for those who always send hilarious cat photos. I'm looking at one now. Thank you, Selena. <laughs> My us. We, and we love it. So continue to send us, as Lexi said, the dirt, the good, the bad, the funny, the hilarious. We appreciate it. Yes. And... Um, we love you guys. We look forward to a really dope season. Um, it's our goal to always grow and create spaces for you to grow too. So just stay tuned, bear with us, and check out our website so you can learn what, what all the catnips are up to this year. Um, subscribe to our site so that you are on the inside of all the scoop. And we look forward to fucking with you for our next episode. Catnips out, bitch. Cat ladies out. We will now be landing this plane. You are safe to remove your earphones and return to normal society. Oh, feral pussy coming soon.